Shalom Aleichem, everyone. We're continuing, Be'ezat Hashem, learning from the wonderful book on the days of, the words of the days of Moshe Rabbeinu, talking about this wonderful source of inspiration for for the whole world. Think about all the people in the world that ever spoke about the Torah. They all, if they remembered or if God forbid they forgot, were only quoting and explaining the words of uh, of Moshe. All that book is called Torah Moshe, the Torah of Moshe. So, to understand the greatness of that man is something beyond, beyond, beyond our reach. All the rest of the prophets, they could beg to see Hashem, but only if Hashem chose to reveal Himself to them, Hashem revealed Himself to them. But Moshe, in all the times that he asked Hashem, Hashem came and answered him. No matter what he asked, Hashem revealed Himself to him, face to face, mouth to mouth. Greatest, greatest prophet, source of of the wisdom and all good attributes, humility, in perfection, anava, in perfection. And when the time was of Moshe to pass away, to go back to heavens, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him, it's your day to die. So Hashem commanded him, Kerait Yoshua, call Yoshua, and command Yoshua. And Moshe, the righteous man, said to himself, okay, it is the time that I need to die, but maybe the reason that I need to die is because that Yeshua came to that time that he needs to rule, that he needs to, to lead the people of Israel. So I can understand that maybe I should let him lead, but what should, why should I die? Moshe asked himself. Why can't I get inside the Holy Land and to, f and to be with the people of Israel? Why I cannot get into the Holy Land and to eat from its fruits? Why that I will not enjoy the reward of entering to the Holy Land? That my legs will not, my feet will not walk and step on the land of goodness in the Holy Land of Israel. I don't mind, Moshe said, to live and that Yeshua will lead the people of Israel, and I'm just going to join them and enter to the Holy Land of Israel. So what Moshe did after having that thought in his mind, that maybe the reason for him to die is because that Yeshua is supposed to begin to lead. So Moshe was going since that time that he, that thought came to his mind, was waking up every morning and in the evening as well, to go and help Yoshua Binun as a student to his rabbi. Moshe, that was the rabbi of Yoshua Binun for 36 years, humbled himself and act as a student to Yoshua, that he crowned him as his rabbi. And all those 36 days that Moshe was doing that were considered for him as if he was serving and helping him for 36 years. How was the way of Moshe to help and to serve Yoshua? 
in each day Moshe would wake up since midnight, since the half of the night, and goes to the entrance of the tent of Yoshua Binun, taking the key from him, opens the door, takes a, 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 a garment and shaking it, cleaning it, fixing it, and putting it close to the head of Yoshua, that it will be close to him takes his shoes and fixing them, cleaning them, putting them on the side of the bed, taking Yoshua Binun's talit and his clothings and his sweater and his hat that was made out of gold and crown of good stones and he was checking them and cleaning them and, and brushing them and fixing them in front of Yoshua on a plate of gold that it will be easy for Yoshua and comfortable and very like honorable for Yoshua to wear. <laughs> now we can understand why Moshe is called the most humble person on earth. Again, he would go and bring a, a bucket of uh, a jar of water and a bowl that made out of gold and putting them in front of Yoshua. And in all that time, all that time that Moshe is fixing and organizing the room of Yoshua for him to wake up in the right way, Yoshua was still asleep. And then he would command, Moshe was commanding a servant, another person, to clean the tent of Yoshua like that they were doing for Moshe and he would bring in a golden chair, a golden throne, put a fabric that was made out of very precious, um, expensive, like high quality um, kinds of fabric and put uh, like everything that Yoshua Binun will want to use, um, like for the kings, like for royalty. And then he would announce Moshe was saying that everyone, he was like telling everyone, anyone who wants to accept the face of Yoshua, to see the holy face of Yoshua, will come. Because it's a thing that came from Hashem, like it's, a, it's the decision of Hashem, that Yoshua will be the leader of the people of Israel. In that time, every individual of the people of Israel that heard that announcement of Moshe was terrified, was scared and said, I'm afraid, I don't want to go and cry. People were not able to understand how, how Moshe is humbling himself in that way. Like what happened? Like it's, a, it's such a radical um, opposite crazy change of, of nature. Moshe is, is announcing those announcements that were the announcements of Yoshua. Moshe is serving Yoshua instead for Yoshua serving Moshe. The greatness of Moshe was known and seen and revealed to everyone. And suddenly Moshe is just like letting Yoshua take the job, but not only he's like running and serving and helping Yoshua in such a humble way. And people said to themselves, I, I, I'm scared. I don't want to go and to cry. Like people could not understand how it happens. And they said to themselves, It's like, it, it's, it seems to them like very weird that someone that is as a kid compared to Moshe, that Yoshua that was younger, very much younger than Moshe, 
he will be the leader, he will be their king. But the but the ground, the land opened its mouth and um, and said don't worry, I was a kid and then I got older and I never saw a righteous man left behind. So don't worry for the honor of Moshe, the honor of Moshe, even though that Moshe is humbling himself, he is not being uh, humiliated by that. His honor is close and in front of the eyes of Hashem. The elders of the people of Israel and all the big ministers and the head of the tribes and the chief rabbis and all the most important teachers and leaders of people, they all came and gathered in front of the tent of Moshe. And Moshe commanded them and told them, everyone should sit in the place that belongs to him like that is according to his greatness, that is according to his um, importance. Means that Moshe did exactly what the Yoshua Binun was making, that the classes, that the times of teachings of Moshe will be like organized in perfection, that everyone will have his seat and everyone will sit in the right place, that no one will be hurt or insulted or something like that, God forbid. And because that Moshe saw that Yoshua woke up from his sleep, he would enter to his tent, taking the rope and give it to his hand and when Yoshua saw that and recognized that it's Moshe that came to help him, he would be embarrassed and he would take his own garment and covering himself. And he was like wearing his things like very fast and he fell on his legs, on the legs of Moshe and begged to him, please don't kill me, my rabbi, in the half of my days because the kingship that came to me from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like, he was like so worried, how, like how am I receiving so much honor in the days of, of my rabbi when my rabbi is still alive? How, how can it be? So Moshe told him, my son, don't be afraid. You don't have no crime in that. In the measure that you measured for me, I will measure for you. Means in the way that you treated me with great honor, I'm going to treat you with great honor. In the way that you helped me with a good face, that how that it that that is the way that I will treat you with a happy face. You helped me and taught and learned for me um, the things that I taught taught you, like that you should love your friend like you love yourself. I will not change that rule, and I will respect you, and I'm gonna be your student, dear to you, like you are dear to me till the end. Um, and so, but Yoshua and for the people, it was very weird that Yoshua will receive all that honor while Moshe is, is still with them. They all wanted to respect Moshe. So Yoshua did not sit on that throne of, of gold um, that was supposed to, to be the right one for the leader of the people of Israel, like the way of all kings of the world that are sitting on a throne of honor, on a very decorated and, and precious and, and um, an honorable seat. So he chose to stand. And, and Moshe was running all the time to take care of all his things. And um, there was a huge light um, of, of, of glory 
that was shining upon them all, Moshe and Yoshua that were standing, and there was a huge angel that was um that was like a, a teacher angel that was standing over there and like observing and checking everything that everything will be right the people saw the huge angel standing up on them and that angel was an angel that one of his jobs except for being a teacher and teaching he had a job of to count all the ones that of above like of the ones that are in the world to come like he was counting the endless amounts of angels like he knew the numbers of all the angels and their positions and their job like a gigantic administrator angel on top in charge of of all the angels in a way and when he finished counting all the angels and knowing exactly about all the angels what's going on with them he was revealing the secrets of the Torah. That was his job. A huge angel that was counting all the angels, knowing everything, anything about them all. And um, a teacher and a rabbi, a teach, te an angel that is teaching hidden Torah, secrets of Torah. And because that he covered himself uh, properly, that Yeshua was like ready, they came and said to all the people of Israel, you are late, come immediately. And for the time of, of learning, immediately Moshe caught Yeshua uh, and took him out of the tent. Means that now they're ready all together to come um, to see Hashem in Oel Moed, in the tent Ohel Moed is the tent that Hashem was revealing His Shekhinah, His light, upon while the people of Israel were in the desert. The meaning of the word Ohel Moed is the tent of time. In that time, the tent was the place to see Hashem. In the times that Hashem was revealing Himself to His people, to His chosen people. So on their way to them, when Moshe saw that everything is ready and they rushed the people of Israel not to be late, um, Moshe took Yoshua and walked with him out of the tent and brought them to the entrance of that oil moed, of the tent. So Moshe made Yoshua walk in front of him. So Yoshua is walking in the head. And Moshe is escorting him. And the people of Israel saw that. They saw Yoshua walking first. They were all in great shock. And they stood up on their feet. And they were like walking with them. And Yoshua and Moshe were walking together um, to the place of greatness, to that golden seat. And Moshe made Yoshua sit against his will. And when the people of Israel saw that, they all cried together. And also Yoshua cried. And he said, greatness and honor, why should I have? He could not understand why he's receiving all that great honor. He understood completely that the honor belongs to Moshe. A voice came out of heavens and said to Moshe. Only Moshe heard that voice, maybe. So a voice came out of the sky of heavens and said to Moshe, you don't have more life than five more hours. Immediately, Moshe 
shouted and said to Yahushua, Sit like a king in front of his people. And they both spoke in front of all the people of Israel as one. The face of Moshe was like the face of the sun, and the face of Yahushua was as the face of the moon. Moshe was explaining, and Yahushua was in interpreting. The verse that Moshe was reading, Yahushua was explaining, and there was no argument between them. Every word that they said was aimed to the same point as one. It was like they were completing one speech, like a huge stone, a good stone, precious stone of kings that is standing in their crown. Like in crown, you, you're going to look at different crowns, so you're going to see many good stones in those crowns. But in the crown of the king, you're going to find a huge, big stone that is complete. So the words of Torah of Moshe and Yahushua was as that one large big good stone precious stone and on that Shlomo the king said Divrei chachamim kedorbanot al otam hayoshvim baganim the words of the wise ones are pushing people to serve Hashem and to do the things in the right way still Yahushua and the people of Israel sitting in front of Moshe and hearing the words of Moshe even though Yahushua spoke as well still he was in that mindset of listening to Moshe and a voice came out of heavens and said Moshe you don't have life in this world more than four hours Moshe said to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ribona Olamim master of the worlds if you are rejecting me because of my student that he needs to rule I will behave as a student to him, and he as a great servant, and me like a servant, simple servant for him. He will be as a king, and I will be for him as a slave. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, I made an oath in my great name that no matter what, that the... So, Again, I'll read it again. So Kadosh Baruch Hu answered, I made an oath in my great name that the sky and the sky of the sky cannot contain it because it's greatness. I made an oath that you, Moshe, will not pass the Jordan River. Very painful, very hard, but that is the will of Hashem. Moshe answered, Ribona Olamim, please Hashem, Give me permission and I'll become like a bird that flies in the air and in the power of the holy name I will be able to fly into the holy land of Israel or make me as a fish and I will swim with my fins and and will swim and jump into the Jordan River and I'm just going to look and see the holy land. So the Creator said, If I will do so to you, I will break and violate my oath. Means that it was like there was nothing to do. Hashem decreed and the decree had to happen. So Moshe said, Master of the universe, put me on the wings of clouds, more than three parsaot, three horseshoes up, like very high above the sky above the Jordan and there are going to be clouds under me and I will be on top of them 
and just let me see the land. So Hashem told him, Moshe, think about me as if I violated my oath. So like, I cannot do it, but you can think as if I did it for you. So Moshe said, Ribbono shel olam, cut me to pieces, cut all my organs and throw me, throw my, my pieces, my flesh behind the Jordan River and revive me over there because you made an oath that you, I will not pass the Jordan River. So kill me that I will not pass. Cut me to pieces and throw me over there and over there revive me. And you're going to revive me over there, so it won't mean that you violated your oath. Moshe found a way how to pass the oath of Hashem, and I'm going to see the land. He had such a passion and desire to see the Holy Land of Israel. Answer to him, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ke'ilu avarti al shvuati, as if I violated my oath. So means I cannot do that. So Moshe said, please show me the land only in sight. Let me see, open my eyes to see the land. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu answered to him, in that thing, I'm going to listen to you. Like it says in the verse, you will see the land from the other side, but there you will not pass. <clears throat> so HaKadosh Baruch Hu shown Moshe 400 horseshoes in the measures, the ancient measures of the Torah, on 400 horseshoes in the amount of a huge area inside of the Pardes. And he, Hashem, gave power in the eyes of Moshe for him to see it fully. Everything that is treasured in it in the highest places and treasured and hidden in the, in the, in the mystery, in the, in the hidden places, the things that are far and things that are close, that Moshe will see it all and told him, Hashem told Moshe, that is the land that I swear to your ancestors, Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and shown him the whole land with all its, it, what it contains. And that all was the things that he, Moshe, experienced in that day. And it was almost the time that his soul went out of his body. He had one hour and all that process took one hour and a voice came out again from heavens and said, don't upset yourself, Moshe, because you don't have more life to live in this world, but another three hours. Here we're going to stop today, even though it's a great, great pleasure and we want to read more and to know more. A great process of humility, a great understanding about the greatness of our ancestors seeing how holy and dedicated and aimed to the truth in, in perfection, in completion, in ways that are only, can only inspire a person to, to be a better man. Thank you so much. Shabbat Shalom and many blessings to us all.
From an endless spring Light up courage In yourself They can kick you down to the ground Hold yourself up till you are put up your crown King of the creator, holy soul inside Focus on the spiritual and you shall